0: So you got talent. <laughs> that's real nice, but it's not enough. And we're going to talk about it today on The Climb. Johnny, do your thing.
1: Welcome to The Climb!
0: This is a show dedicated to
1: helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you get leverage in the music business, because that's how you're going to get ahead. You're going to have to prove to people that not only do you know how to make the donuts, and not only do you have potential but you can actually exercise it you can execute and you can make it work and there's a string of of facts and data that prove that people are responding to your art that's the key it's why we called it the climb c-l-i-m-b creating leverage in the music business genius that's a baxter name from a good friend and co-host mr brent baxter brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by alan jackson randy travis lady a joe nichols and more got a couple number one southern gospel hits last year as well he's still cranking them out and what i love about brent is he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro do business like a pro And once you get those two things dialed in, then you're ready to meet the pros. And he hooks you up with that, too, on the regular. You can meet Brent or hook up with Brent, contact Brent, find Brent very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com.
0: And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. It's complicated, but he's smart. If you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs just to name a few. You can find Johnny at daredevilproduction.com. That's production singular, no S and there's no S because we all know there is no other Johnny D.
1: Lots of people are grateful for that.
0: You know, (laughs) uh, I really hope you appreciate uh, how much I put you over with that intro. Just that part. Just that part. (laughs) How you doing, man? You all right? Man, I'm doing well. I'm excited to get into today's podcast under our subject matter. It's a Brent episode, so we're gonna dive into some stuff that is, you know, not just applicable for songwriters, but definitely for independent and any kind of artist. With a little more mindset, you wouldn't
1: know so, that it was a Brent episode by looking at the title. It sounds like a title that Johnny would come up with. Totally sounds like a Johnny and title. I just used I'm... myself in the third person. Okay,
0: you did. I said <laughs> I said Brent episode. So I don't know what's going on <laughs> in my life lately. All right, all uh, right. Well, before we get into that, yes. let's
1: get into some business. We got to take care of some business. First of all, we want to be grateful, thankful, grateful, shout out to American Songwriter Magazine's podcast network. We're so happy to be a part of this. If you are a climber, we are past five years of episodes now, guy. I don't know how many, wow. how many episodes that is. I mean, we're on, what, 370? This 271? is
0: going to be one. Uh, yeah, this is episode 271 of our regular Tuesday episodes So far, praise the Lord, we have not missed right. a Tuesday uh, but then we have a load of Friday episodes. We're up in the like 90s, I think, just about for song title challenges. And then we've had Pick Johnny's brains and social media challenges. So man, we're up there. It's been a ride. So
1: we got to be darn close to
0: 400. Oh, for sure. We're, yeah, I I mean, think just I'll with the 90s Yeah, yeah, we're up there.
1: Well, there you go. So so if you've been following us the whole time, guys, check out some of these other shows. This is all geared towards singers, songwriters, indie musicians, indie artists, whether it's production, whether it's lyrics and songwriting, whether it's music business, those three verticals are on this podcast network and there's some great shows there that I think you can glean a bunch of information from. And if you discovered us because we're on the American Songwriter Magazine Podcast Network. Welcome to the Climb. We're happy right. to have you here. All right. And uh, join the Climb community. This is a thriving Facebook community that we're extremely proud of, Brent and I. We've got good people on there with good discourse, good discussion. Even when it's dissent, it's civil. And we just talk about some people are getting hooked up on co rights, creating profitable relationships in there, which I'm proud to say, sharing different marketing ideas and comments on the information that they got how they applied it. And one of the ways that we share how we applied it is we have the new heights, right?
0: That's right. Every Wednesday. That's right. Every Wednesday. It is Wednesday. So we want you to share your wins. We make a post in the climb community, and then you add your win as a comment under that post. It's all in one spot. So people know where to find it, to where to congregate and celebrate. And so we encourage you to share your wins, big or small. We love them all. got a couple from a recent one I want to share with you. First one is from James Kelso. Cool. Yes, James says I pitched a song for a chance to land a co-write with a Curb Word writer. So they're a legit like Christian and country music publisher. So he pitched a song for a chance to land a co-write with the Curb Word writer, and it got shortlisted. So I'll find out soon if I got the co-write. I'm hopeful. Well, I'm hopeful too, James. He's a good writer. He says stuff make it through to the play for publisher event and get some attention that way. So seems to be a really good dude and a good writer. So James, let us know. Hopefully. Here, by the time this drops, we'll already have that in a new new height saying you got the co-write. So we got our fingers crossed for you. Another one is from Kimberly. Look on that, James. Yes. Another one is from Kimberly Smoke Copeland said, re-released a rewrite today. So I guess she already put it out and, and she rewrote it and put it out again. So it says, you know how after you've written a song, you say to yourself, this is good, but it really can be great. Happened to me with the rewrite. It takes my song to a whole nother level and direction with more clarity and meaning. Thanks Brent Baxter <clears throat> for tips you gave me in our mentoring session a while back. You were on point with them. So thank you Kimberly for the shout out and thank you for just digging in, right? Digging in, being willing to rewrite, make some changes that you agree with and put that sucker back out there. I think that's cool to, to do that not just be like, Oh, it's out there. It's, it's done. But you, released a rewrite so anyway i think that's pretty cool james and kimberly thank you congratulations
1: love it love Mm -hmm. it congrats so subscribe to the podcast wherever you consume your podcast leave a rating and review and most importantly brent and i are very very grateful for all the time that you guys spend with us here it's a lot it means a lot to us we do not take this for granted in any way shape or form we're so thankful But here's the deal. You're not doing it to make us feel better. You're not doing it because you don't have anything else to do with that hour of your time. No, you're doing it because you're getting something good out of it. So do us a favor. Help us help other people and share it. Let them know. Even if it's one episode, we'll take care of the rest. Just say, hey, you need to hear this because this is going to turn you on, man. Check this out. This information here is going to get you fired up and get you excited. So help us do that, and we'll continue to grow this beast,
0: right? That's right, yes. All right, so today's topic is it takes more than talent. So it takes more than talent to make it in the music business. What else does it take? Well, we're going to talk about it. A big resource, I'm going to hold it up here on the video so Johnny can see it, and anyone else, if we ever do release a video, can see it. Beyond Talent. John C. Maxwell. Uh, John C. Maxwell. And so he's the author of 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership and a whole bunch of other stuff. So I drew liberally from this book. So I want to give credit where credit is due. So if you like some of the thoughts in here, the good thoughts are John Maxwell's. The other thoughts are mine. So you can go check out uh, Beyond Talent. (laughs) The other ones are mine. The other ones are mine. (laughs) Right. Right. Oops. They put that out there. So, read this quite a while back. So, hey, you have talent, right? You have a certain amount of musical talent, singing ability, songwriting ability, chops for playing guitar, drums, bongos, whatever. Here's the deal. It takes more than talent to, to make it in the music business. I had somebody tell me one time I've been writing with this aspiring artist who's really good singer, sweetheart of a person, a good songwriter, but just had had a deal for a minute and came off that deal and just wasn't landing another one. And I was you know, ride right with this person and, and getting some good work and stuff. But I remember somebody telling me one time, he's like, Brent, it ain't a talent contest. It's like, ouch. Yeah. Meaning that, that artist did, no, that, I don't think they're gonna make it like, it's not just a talent contest. Meaning there are other things at play here. You can tell it's not a talent contest by some of the people that are on the radio in whatever genre you have. I'm sure we all hate on certain people or at least go, What? That's the best you can find? No. Well, I guess so. Yeah. But it's not just a talent contest. There are other things you need to have. How about this?
1: Even the talent contests aren't talent contests. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, I remember, (laughs) well, my buddy Lane Turner, he was on a TV show. I don't know what channel it was on, but I remember it was like a summer series, you know, like one of those talent contests. Not an Idol or one of the big ones, but just this other one. I can't remember what it was, but it was, it was country-based. So we went out to the show where he got to play live or whatever, and it was all like audience voting. Well, you know, the the people that won, yeah. there was like a five-piece band. And you're like, well, that's five sets of families. <laughs> you know, just that kind yeah. of stuff. And you're like, what? I mean, how many of us have gone to those talent shows? You're like, really, that person? Let's put it this way, Miranda Lambert didn't win Nashville Star. Right, Miranda right. didn't win. For national. as long as
1: I was an artist, every talent show I ever saw had nothing to do with talent for the reasons that you said. Oh, bigger applause. Well, this band here who got half the applause and my band, but they were friends with the DJ who held the mic and who got to decide who got the bigger applause. And so yeah. he's
0: just going to give it to his buddy. Or they just brought out all the fans, they mobilized their army Yeah. Well, guess yeah, what? Yeah, the, the whole
1: family. Like you said, five guys, five families. All the cousins yeah. are there. Everybody's there, and they got a bigger ride. God bless them. They went, And all the way up to the tippy-top, American Idol. Mm-hmm. You know, I remind everybody of Paula Abdul's famous – line that she would tell all the American Idol contestants when they got to Hollywood, I think, because they got past the initial dregs or whatever. And now you're at Hollywood and and they were in like four different rooms and she would walk in and she goes, here's the three things you need to know about American Idol. Number one, it's a TV show. Number two, it's a TV show. Number three, you might get to sing on a TV show. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? There's a lot of climbers right now who are artists who are of drinking age, who were born when the first episode of American Idol first came on TV. Wow, crazy. And so they grew up with it. And I can't tell you how many times I've talked to artists where they're still kind of hung up on that because it's presented as a talent show. Mm-hmm. And they think when you win that, then you become a star. But, you know, hey, there's been... 17 seasons of American Idol now? I defy anybody in the next three minutes to rattle off all 17 winners. Can't do it. Right. Most of them faded off into the distance because it's so much more than
0: just oh. the ability to sing. Even the name, American Idol, it's not American Singer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So Fair it's an idol. What makes good an point. idol? Well, a lot of stuff goes into it. That's a good point. I mean, that's why a whole different contest was like the blind. The voice. Well, we do blind auditions, right? Yeah. But it always comes down to some other stuff, and and so I'm going to peel back a few of these that are in Maxwell's book, uh, Beyond Talent, and then there there are several more in there, and we could do a series on these of what it takes more than talent to make it in the music business. So the first one you got to have more than just talent. It doesn't matter how great you play if you don't have belief. Yeah. So the first and greatest obstacle to success for most people is simply their belief in themselves. Lack of belief can act as a ceiling on talent. It, Lack of belief leads you to act below your talents. I, I got a story about this. I remember, I think it was at my uh, high school reunion. So I was talking to this girl that, you know, of course I knew back in high school. And, and I did not date much in high school. Not much. Shy guy, just not having game. And I think I had someone tell me, like, you're more money than you knew. <laughs> like, you like, you didn't know, you didn't know. Yeah. You you know?
1: Money. You don't even, you don't know, even know.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. True or not. The definite truth is I lacked confidence like with girls. And so, yeah, I could have dated a lot more than I actually did. So maybe it's the same with your belief in your songwriting or your. you're like, Oh, I don't believe in, I don't, you know, I don't belong in those rooms. I can't ask so-and-so for a co-write. Oh, that would just be, you know, I'm just acting yeah. below my talents. You know, well, I can, she'll go out with me. So, yeah, I can get her. I can't get that other girl who I really want. Well, how do you know? <laughs> how do you know? So here's the deal. What you become, on yeah. your, you will become on the outside what you believe on the inside. Okay. So if you believe on the inside, you're going to become it on the outside. The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. If you believe you're not worthy of being on certain stages, you're not going to get on those stages. If you believe you don't belong in certain rooms, you're not going to you're not going to get in those rooms. And here's why. I got a story for that. Oh, yeah. Tell me a story. Tell me a story. Come on, John. So
1: when we were touring, we toured, uh, we probably, I mean, I don't know how, how long, uh, like, separately, on separate different tours that we spent up in Canada.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: when we toured up in Canada, because it's so freaking cold up there, yeah, it was at the time, like late 80s, it was... Um, it was so cold in
0: Canada that my hairspray would freeze before I got to my luscious locks. <laughs> we made sure that didn't happen. My too. rain became white sweet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you could access everything. Like We were treated like rock stars in Canada because the rock club and also there would be a strip club and also there would be a restaurant and it would all be attached to a hotel. You know what I mean? So it was like this mm-hmm. little little community thing you know what i mean and so everybody got their own room and we were treated like real rock stars and man i remember i can't remember what part of canada we were in but we came walking in and always you know the strippers are in the same halls as the band so you can imagine what kind of nefarious crap happened with that it was always a party but um this dude comes walking out of the strippers room with and i instantly knew she was i mean we're just we're just got off the truck we're we're walking in to go find our rooms and this Mm -hmm. dude's wheeling out a Marshall half stack right he's a long hair he's got a guitar and was his guy we're smiling like oh that must be last week's band or whatever but he was like a local guy and then the strippers immediately like going on working the new band or whatever which is just fine but um, I can't remember how we saw this camp play if his band opened up for ours that week or what but this dude blew my mind like he was the most amazing guitar player i have ever seen he was so incredibly cool and after we got to know him a little bit i knew like i don't know if it's good or bad for him but it was sad for art okay (laughs) yeah it was sad for guitar players of the world that he was never gonna make it because he didn't really believe oh man he didn't believe he could go and do that and i was like oh my God, if you just got in front of 5,000 people, your name would spread because he was that good. So phenomenally good. But all that talent
0: didn't mean anything. No, didn't have belief. Yeah. But he had strippers. All right. So. That.
1: that. (laughs) All right.
0: So, okay. So you're going to become on the outside what you believe on the inside. So belief determines expectations, right? So if I believe – whatever I believe, that comes with expectations attached. And expectations determine actions, right? Because I expect certain things, I'm going to act a certain way. And my actions are what determine my results. So let me put some bones on that, some skin on that. So, for example, if you're pitching your song, so you're like, I'm trying to get my songs recorded by someone else as a songwriter. If my belief is they don't cut outside songs, or my songs aren't good enough, or the game is rigged against me, say that kind of thing is your belief. So your expectation then is what? My pitches aren't going to be given a fair shot or I'm never going to get heard or it's not going to be good enough to get passed on. Right. Right. That's your expectation. Cause you believe you're not good enough. Then your expectation will be, they're just going to pass because I'm not good enough. Well then what's your action going to be? My action is going to be, I'm not going to pitch or I'm not going to pitch very much. Why? Because I expect it to get passed on because I believe I'm not good enough. And so what's the result? Do you get cuts? No. I mean, cause you haven't put many songs in the pipeline to get cut many, if any. Nope. What if your belief is it's all uh, nepotism, it's all an inside game, it's that good old boy network, and they're not going to let me because I'm a girl or I'm a guy that doesn't have all these friends or whatever. Yeah. So if that's my belief. My expectation is I'm pitching into a black hole. I don't have the right name on the email that it's coming from right on the sender. My name is not the cool name. They're not going to open it, mm-hmm. or even if I meet them out somewhere, no, they're just going to take their buddy's stuff. Well, then that's your expectation. Your action is going to be – Again, I'm not going to pitch very often because it's pointless. So the result is self-fulfilling prophecy. I don't get cuts. Now, let's flip it the other way. What if your belief is I can get cuts and I will get cuts? I believe I will get cuts. Then your expectation is, hey, if I pitch enough songs to enough people, something good is going to happen. My expectation is I will get a cut eventually. Right. That's my expectation. I just got to put a lot of darts in the air. Every no gets you closer to a yes, every no gets you closer to a yes, so then Johnny, what is your action then? if you believe that you can get cuts and your expectation is if I pitch enough songs to enough people, something will get cut then what's your action you're going to pitch a lot of songs right you're doing way more yeah. way more pitches yeah. way more pitches right so you're going to do more of that, and then what's the likely result is you may end up getting a cut, your odds definitely go. Way up from the person that believes they won't get a cut and is pointless, and therefore don't pitch very often. So that's just one example of how your your belief sets your expectations, sets your actions, and your actions lead to your, your results. It comes from belief. So if you believe you can't and, get. And, and- a-
1: I got something else, like mm-hmm. actions lead to other actions. So oh, yeah. it's like if you relieve that you get cuts and you start doing more pitches, then you're going to start thinking like, okay, I got to get better at my craft because you start doing the work mm-hmm. and you start realizing like, okay, I'm getting better. And then you're going to be in the scene more. So you're going to get more co-writes mm-hmm. because you need more pitches and you're going to meet more people in the scene. And now all of a sudden you've got twice as many people pitching the same song as you did before when it was just by yourself. Well, that's and the thing. you start
0: working there opportunity is attracted to activity, especially when it's the right activity, right? If it's the right activity, opportunity is attracted to the right activity. That's right. And the activity flows from ultimately your beliefs. You know, we've said it before on this podcast. There's a man that thinks he can. There's a man that thinks he can't. They're both right. Which man are you? Yeah. Which man are you? Why is that? Because beliefs lead to expectations. Expectations determine actions and actions determine results. So you gotta have belief. And that is a I mean, we've I'm sure we can both rattle off examples of that. The people that just don't believe, and therefore they don't work as hard, therefore it doesn't happen, therefore their false beliefs are reinforced. Yes. Number two, initiative. Okay, that's go get it. Do you lack initiative? Are you waiting for someone else to motivate you? Are you waiting for the perfect time to act? See, here's the deal. You need to accept responsibility for your life. Socrates. Yeah, I'm going to quote Socrates. Get ready. Socrates, as Bill and Ted would say, (laughs) Socrates socrates. said, excellent. (laughs) To move the world, we must first move ourselves. All right. To move the world, we must first move ourselves. So basically, A climber, are you a victim or are you a volunteer? Like, have you been giving away your power, your agency to others? Or it's time to take it back up? Like, what are your reasons for not acting? So initiative is self-starting. It's taking initiative, right? Hey, you know what? No one's calling me to come play the open mic night. I should show up and bring my guitar and go play. Initiative is what gets you out the door cuz ain't nobody sending for you. Guess what? Nobody sent for me either. Yep. Initiative got me to pack up that now 93 Pontiac <laughs> Bonneville and cross the Mississippi River with, you know, all my clothes in it. That's initiative. Yep. That said, oh, talking to my roommate. Oh, hey, I heard that there's Blue Water Music. There's like a, a royalty data entry job. I'm calling them. And ultimately led me to me getting that gig. Yeah. Initiative is what happens when people aren't laying it all out for you. Cause they're not going to. Yep. No. Nobody has a boulevard of unbroken green lights. Exactly. Nobody sent for you. And they're not going to. So you gotta go make it happen. You gotta go knock on doors. Nobody's standing at the front of Music Row, opening a publishing door. One, anybody got any songs? You, hey, you, you, yeah, you, you got any songs? <laughs> come on, come on over. <laughs> what me? Yeah, you. You have earbuds in. Come here. What you? What you listen to? Come play me And even if they were. <laughs> Even if that was
1: happening, it wasn't going to happen to you unless you're in front of that damn door when that guy comes outside to say that.
0: Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he's not knocking on your door. <laughs> exactly. So you got to yeah. have initiative. You had to get up and go. You got to have that. Uh, so a couple of things you want to do. You want to examine your reasons for not acting. Like It kind of goes back to the belief thing. Is it fear? Is it pride? Is it lack of belief? Why am I not getting up and doing stuff? Why am I not getting up and practicing my guitar? Why am I not sitting down and writing a song today? Why am I not calling that potential co-writer? I I did a coaching session with a writer the other day. This writer's had cuts and had some hits and stuff in, in her genre and so has had some success, but there were some limiting like limiting beliefs in a weird way, it's a little self-sabotage or just playing a smaller game. So it probably goes back to more belief, but she was like, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this thing where I go to this workshop and I can pay this money and get entered in to like a raffle, basically to write with like these hit pro writer producers in the genre. But through the course of our conversation, I realized that she already knows these people. They already have a history. They haven't written together, but they know each other. Maybe they've cut songs of hers as a producer. And, and they, she's seen them at these various workshops and stuff. She's like, I don't know. Should I do that? I'm like, why don't you just email them or call them and ask them to write with you? <laughs> yeah. You think they would? Yeah, I think they would. I'm like, out. do that. Do that. Why do you want to put your name? in that? It's like, well, I don't want to be that forward maybe. Or maybe, I don't know. It just feels weird. Call them. You got your number. You believe they're yeah. going to write with you. What is stopping you from doing it? The worst it? they're going to say is no. And this person's a good writer. I mean, had had cuts and hits in that genre. But just for some reason, just not, not pulling the trigger on possibly playing a bigger game. Mm. And whether that's initiative or belief, it's like, you just go do it. We are stronger than we know. We have mm-hmm. lack of belief leads you to act below your talents. And initiative just leads you to not do anything. Right? So you also want to focus on the benefits of acting. This can be a really important thing. Let me see if I have my paper here. So I have certain things I try to do every day or most every day. And I've written out a, a little manifesto of each of these things. I think I've talked about it on here before going, this is the benefit of doing this every day. And one of the things I try to do every day is write believe it or not. And so I wrote this out. Here's what I wrote out for right. And this is includes like doing at least my daily song title challenge, if not a full on co-write, but really trying to get me to focus on the benefit of doing my daily personal song title challenge. Mm-hmm. So by working on write every day, I will stay strong and sharp as a writer. I will always have an abundance of valuable song starts that I can bring confidently into every co-write. I will greatly increase my value as a co-writer building better word of mouth and generating more opportunities for myself and my songs. I will write better songs and I will have a better chance of getting cuts. So that is why I need to be writing every day. Love it, Right. I just wrote it out like to keep myself motivated. Look at that going, well, why the heck am I not going to take at least find 20 minutes of my day to do a a song title challenge? If it's not a co-writing day. Yeah. Based on that. Well, it's true. It'll keep me strong, keep me sharp. I'll always have great song starts in, to bring into a co-write. I'll be more valuable. i will going to write better songs. and I'll have a better chance of getting cuts. Oh, okay. Duh. If yeah, for recording, I try to do something on record every day, which doesn't mean I'm doing a like recording a demo myself, but it means, here's what it says. By working on record every day, I will consistently move worthy songs from work tape to finished demo. Where these songs will not fall through the cracks, I will consistently have new recordings to pitch, increasing my chances for cuts. This will make me a more valuable co-writer. So that's part of what I'm trying to do every day is it's Mm. easy to write these songs and they sit around and they don't get demoed. Why? Just because nobody took the initiative to make it happen. Well, you know, that's part of what I've been doing lately is going, I'm keeping track of these songs on Trello. I have cards for these going, oh yeah, I need to move these through the cycle. Like I'm taking ownership of that. Yeah, maybe my co-writer could do it. Co-writers have done that in the past. Mm -hmm. But you know what? If it is to be, it is up to me. I'm taking ownership. I'm taking the initiative. You know, if these songs are worthy, the big part of it is just deciding what's worthy, what's not. But if I believe it's worthy, I'm not going to let it slip through the cracks. I'm going to keep up with it and go, hey, what Mm -hmm. about a guitar vocal on this? Hey, we could hire these people. We could do this. And I'll take the lead on that. So that... Makes me a more valuable co-writer. Like, yeah, man, the song's all right with Brent. You know, we at least demo them and they have a better chance of getting cut. He's on it. He's not that MIA Mm co-writer. We write the song and then I just never hear from him again. I got to call them for co-writes and nothing ever happens with them. Why am I working with this person? I don't want to be that person. So I think what's helpful is if you have trouble with initiative, focus, write down the benefits of acting. So for me, it's stuff about Bible time, about health, you know, working out and eating right. Writing, recording, accessing, pitching the rap, uh, Baxter and M that I do, and some different mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, I made it. I just made a page and I typed them out. And I printed them up so I can see them every day and go. This is the benefit of doing these things. And it's not like huge monumental things each day. It's like taking my vitamins, doing my steps, doing my stuff every day. Here's going to be the big result over time that I'm going to accumulate. I may not notice a big difference today, but over time, I'm going to see these steps. So that keeps me taking initiative because I keep the benefit of that in mind. So I would, I would encourage you to do that as well.
2: Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons...
0: Hey climbers, welcome to some help. That's right. We want to turn you on to a professional service by our sponsor, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com. Listen, as singers, songwriters, and artists, our greatest strength is sometimes our greatest weakness, and that is our emotional intensity. Listen, it helps you create great art, but can also torpedo not just your career, but your life. And we don't want the bad stuff. We just want the great art. We want your emotions to be a source of help, not hurt. And that brings us to BetterHelp.com.
1: Sorry, guys, it's not a crisis line. This is not a self-help line. This is a professional counseling service that's done securely online. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. And as an artist and as somebody who deals with artists, the licensed professional counselors that they have, the stuff they specialize in, I'm going to read you just a quick little list. I've had to deal with all these at one point or another, either myself or with other artists. So this is real stuff. Depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, trouble sleeping. A lot of us have had traumas, anger, family conflicts. If LGBTQ matters, grief from loss is something, a loved one maybe. And and just about every artist I know, I don't don't think I know one that doesn't secretly have a little self-esteem issue going on. So here's somebody you can talk to.
0: That's right. And you can start communicating with them in under 48 hours. So you don't have to wait long to start talking to somebody. Also, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is great. I'm always happy to see that. And the service is available for clients worldwide, meaning you don't have to just find somebody local who understands you, but that you might run into at the grocery store. You can find counselors worldwide. So it doesn't matter where you are. That's right, guys. If you want to
1: dig down a little deeper on this, there's a ton of testimonials that you can research that are on their website at betterhelp.com. And this podcast is just because we want you to win. We don't want this stuff to get in the way of your artist career. So if this can help, then we want to help you help yourself. So as a climber, you get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com slash songwriter.
0: Join over one million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H E L P dot slash songwriter. All, all right, so that's two. So we got belief and initiative. Let's move on to focus. And again, a lot of this stuff comes from Beyond Talent. It's a book by John Maxwell. You get it on Amazon anywhere. So focus. Having talent without focus is like an octopus on roller skates. There's a lot of activity, but it's not really going anywhere, right? Yeah. Focus, there's an acronym because you know how like acronyms. I like that. Yeah, the octopus on roller skates. I thought that was good. There's an acronym for focus. This is not a backronym. This is an acronym. I heard this somewhere. It says follow one course until success. Follow one course until success. That's focus. <laughs> like because attempting everything, like attempting nothing, will suck the life out of you. Attempting everything just like attempting nothing will the yeah. life out of you. So we have to focus our efforts. Nobody has 85 hours in a day. It's like we can do anything. Can't do everything, but we can do anything is a way to look at it. So you have to pick, like, what are my co-writes going to be? You know, Who am I working with? How am I going to spend this time today? Today I'm recording podcasts. Why? Well, I can tell you why if we have another few minutes. I can tell you why I do this, why this is part of my focus right now. Mm-hmm. And what the bigger goal is for this, the big, good outcome, so Hank Aaron, you know legendary baseball player, Hall of Famer, said, "I think what separates a superstar from the average ball player is just that he concentrates a little bit longer, just a little bit longer concentration. That's what Hank Aaron huh. did, separated the average ball player from the great I believe that <laughs> yeah, so I mean whether to totally that's quarterback or that. receiver, you know to go to a football analogy, definitely for baseball, I mean any of that stuff, just that focus. So how do you focus? Well, there are a couple of ways that I focus. One, I have the list of daily actions. I have a uh, habit tracker book. Here, Johnny, The little book. See here, my little black book. And every day uh, I, have on it, I have on it a pretty good list of things that I want to check off every day. So when I'm not sure what to do, right? Because how often can you sit down and go, oh, I don't know. What am I going to do today? I don't know. I'm a full-time musician. I have no idea what to do. Yeah. Well maybe you just fall to playing your guitar. And that is an important part of it. That's your instrument. That's definitely important to do, but it's really easy to sit down and go, I'm not really sure what to do right now. So I'll just go play candy crush or see what's on HBO max or whatever, but not me. Cause I have this list mm-hmm. of things I want to do every day and then things I want to do every week. And so I'd start working down the list for me. It's, You know, stuff like Bible study, writing, recording, accessing, pitching we talked about, right? Those things, I want to try and mark that off Mm -hmm. every day. I want to have some sort of connection with my kids and my wife every day. And those are things. So it's not just work stuff. But that helps focus me because I refer to this book several times a day. And I look back on it and it makes me mad if there's blank spots. Sometimes there's good reason for it. Yep. other times there's not. It just, I didn't use my time very well. But if there's something like that, we've also talked plenty of times about my big old wall calendar that I do a similar thing. If I write that day, I get out the green market. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you just move that from your wall to that book. No, I still have both. The book is more granular. It has a lot more stuff that I can fit on that wall calendar. Wall wow. calendar has some of the big stuff. So it has spiritual stuff, writing, connecting, health, And and another thing or two, you know, it's like spending time with my wife, like hanging out. Do we have a date? So like big stuff, right? Spirit, body, relationship, you know, marriage Mm -hmm. and creating and connecting with people. So if I do those things, each one has a different color and I get a market on that day and it stays up there all year. And then I've added this habit tracker to get a little more granular going. What else am I doing? I also keep a because relationships are such a huge part of it. I also have another notebook on my desk. Yeah, I do a lot of this tracking stuff where it's just my it's my contact notebook. So I'll put the date, and then if I text Matt Dame about something, I write his name down. It could be Go Hogs because they're playing. Or mm-hmm. It could be about a demo or just checking mm-hmm. up on him because he's a buddy. But I write his name down. I, I, t- I touched him, right, that day. If I write with somebody, obviously, boom, put their name down there. If I – Whatever it might be, you know, text, it's usually a caller text or something like that more than just liking something on social media. That doesn't count. But something where they, my name pops up in hopefully a positive way. And if I get 10 of those, then I get a, then that counts for my access for the day. It goes on the wall counter. It goes in the habit tracker All book. Right. It keeps me focused on like, how many people have I talked to today? And that leads me to do stuff like, well, I don't really have a reason to contact so-and-so. Well, let me just tell them I'm thinking about them. Let me just say hi, send them a funny meme yep. or send them a, hey, just thinking about you. Hope you're doing well or something or whatever that might be. Yeah. I miss your face. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> I'm not asking for anything. I'm not, it's not, a, you know, I'm not looking to get anything, but it helps focus me on reaching out to people consistently, which is such a big thing because we're not, especially in the time of COVID, when if you live in Nashville, you're not still seeing everybody out all the time. So texting, calling, emailing, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff takes on added importance. But if you live outside one of those places, well, I can email my co-writers. Anytime I pitch one of our songs, I'll text my co-writers to go, hey, pitched our song, blah, 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 to so-and-so today. So that counts as a ping. It counts toward my 10 because they just got a text from me in a positive manner. Yep. And it makes me more valuable as a co-writer. Like, Good, Brit's out there working our stuff. So There are things like that that can help you make every action count, help keep you focused on what's important. So kind of what you do is you go, what's my big goal, right? And have different areas of your life. And then what do I need to do? You kind of break it down into smaller chunks. Well, I want to get cuts, right? I want to have a great career as a songwriter. Okay, well, how do you do that? You know, you break it down until eventually it's like, Mm -hmm. well, every day I'm going to do my song title challenge for myself. Why? Because yep. of all those things I mentioned before. It's going to make me stronger. It's going to make me more valuable. I'm going to have better song ideas and it's going to snowball and help create opportunity. And there are other things I'm going to do too, but it breaks it down to a small daily thing that I can wrap my head around. And it's not so big and scary. And it helps me focus. It gives me like, I mean, if the yep. coach just went out there and was like, what's our game plan, boys? Today, boys, our game plan is to win. Well, that's not yeah. a plan. <laughs> okay, now get out there! Get out there! Get win. out there and make
1: it happen. Well, <laughs>
0: what, what play are we calling right now? Win. I don't. I don't. What? Well, it's the first quarter. <laughs> I don't. So it's yeah. the same thing. It's like, yeah, we got the goal. The goal is to win. But what are we going to do this play? What are we going to do on the next play? It's not all in different than now. the
1: plan. Different than the tactic.
0: Exactly. Goals and tactics. So that's some of it. And also think about focus is Don't let yesterday take up too much of today. Right, you got to keep moving forward. You got to keep moving forward to focus. Right, you lost that cut yesterday. Well, dang it, that makes me mad. That kicks me in the teeth a little bit. It hurts, but you know what? All my future cuts are where they're in the future. They're ahead of me. I got to start aiming for those because that one, that's gone. Nothing I can do about it. Got to keep walking on. Got to keep climbing. Got to keep going. Right, which leads us to our next point is perseverance. Perseverance. So there's a playwright named Noel Howard. Yes. Uh, Noel Coward said, thousands of people have talent. I might as well congratulate you on having eyes in your head. The one and only thing that counts is do you have staying power? Do you have staying power? Yep. So
1: I've heard so many different stars, whether they're TV, musicians, artists, corporate stars, where they're like, man, you know what? They they know. And this is like twenty twenty hindsight, but they know I just stuck around longer than everybody else would. Yeah, I just wouldn't quit.
0: I you know, couldn't do anything. I else. stuck around so longer than anybody yeah, else. Yeah, what's the
1: math? That fifty percent of people will quit after oh, yeah. the first failure. Seventy five percent of the people will quit after the second failure, and ninety five percent of people will quit after the third failure. So if you can fail three times and continue <laughs> on, you've
0: eliminated ninety five percent of the herd that you got to battle against. Right. Or to, they eliminate uh, themselves. Do it. You're still in it. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, as a songwriter, you better not even count. Don't even keep counting. Yeah. For one thing, what counts is a failure, yep. really. I pitched a song. They didn't cut it. Well, actually, that's a success because you pitched a song. You know, focus yep. on the success in that or you can focus on the failure. They didn't cut it. Well, you know, what? maybe it was in the running or you heard it. Good job. I remember the first time I heard that I had just moved to Nashville and I had a meeting over at RPM Music and Tracy Jewel was over there and I played a song for her. And she's like, oh, I know this song. I pitched this to Tim. Uh, he, I mean, he passed. But I was like, McGraw? Yeah, I pitched this to Tim. He passed on to <laughs> You pitched it to Tim McGraw? He heard it? Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> he heard one of my songs? <laughs> he heard one of my songs. That was Hell yeah. that was the, one, That was the biggest success yeah. I had to that point. <laughs> Is him passing on my song? Did you film it by chance so I can just hear him? <laughs> yeah. Here, because I could. I'd Take love to. Take a picture of that. Yeah. See him <laughs> listen to my song that he didn't love. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs>
0: you know, find the success in the quote unquote failure, right? That was it just came naturally. It was such a, it was a step I'd never taken before. So I, I felt, I was like, Oh, that could have changed my life. Now, part of that was easier because I had just moved to town. That was ahead of schedule. So I had no expectation yet. I it think it's harder at this point. They're like, yeah, Tim heard it, but he passed. And I'm like, crap <laughs> a little bit more. Right. Cause getting to him, I mean, yeah. still a big deal, but yeah. it's like, okay, I've done that before. I'm ready for him to cut one now, but you still have to find the, the win inside that failure or that loss which you know, there's a balance yes. there. You still want to stay hungry. Keep that initiative keep on going and not just like I keep failing on purpose just because it, I find it feels so good. No, you want to win. How mm-hmm. to find the joy in the journey to keep going. That's what I tell people. It's like you have to you have to enjoy the journey because the journey is the only guarantee, not any particular yeah. destination. I'm not guaranteed another cut. I'm not guaranteed another anything, right? But I am guaranteed that I'll have a journey as long as I'm alive. So you better enjoy that part, the hanging out with co-writers, the writing the song, seeing something go from a blank page to somebody singing it, even if it's just you know, in the room with you as you're writing it. That's so enjoyable. The hang. You have to enjoy that part of it. Because if you don't mm-hmm. enjoy that part of it, then, well, the, the other's not worth it. And you won't stick around long enough. You won't have the staying power to, to make it through all the rejection. It's like an ocean of rejection. And you just have to dive in and go, all right, I guess I'll do the backstroke for a while. You know, and then I'll switch over to butterflies. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kind of swimming from buoy to buoy. That's right. You know, the buoy is the, the pot, you know, the cut or the something, you know, I'm just like, let's see if I can swim to the next buoy. But there's all this no and negativity. All right. Um, Vince Lombardi. I know, you know, Vince Lombardi. As a Packers fan. Oh, yes. my man. Uh, you'd like yeah. To so Vince Lombardi said the difference between a successful person and others is not lack of strength, not a lack of knowledge, but rather a lack of determination, not lack of strength, not lack of knowledge, but rather yep. a lack of determination. You know what you need to do as an artist. You've been listening to climb. You've heard Johnny pontificate several times on what you need to do, but if you haven't done it yet, it, but yep. you know you need to do it. I mean, same thing with me and why I don't, you know, have a six-pack abs. I know what to do. Uh, I'm just not determined enough <laughs> to do it because yep. there's way more I have to do now than <laughs> I would have at 20. But still, <laughs> <what you do. laughs> right. Right. I have to I don't know, sacrifice some goats and make a – You're not day. in the dark about it. It's no. not, this isn't a secret.
1: Yeah. It's not a secret. Yep. But here's
0: uh, – <laughs> So here's some enemies of perseverance. I think this may be a good – place to start closing her down um so this is again is from the book beyond talent by john maxwell so five enemies of perseverance mm-hmm. one a lifestyle of giving up a lifestyle of giving up mm-hmm. how many times are you a quitter you know that's where sports can be so valuable It'll help them build yep. that you can't give up why because i'm watching you run these sprints and i'm not letting you quit and your buddy's pulling you across right so yeah a lifestyle of giving up uh, yep. You got to keep. Do I do that a lot? Do I give up a lot of stuff? I hope you don't, because that's going to bleed over to your music stuff as well. Number two, a wrong belief that life should be easy. That's that entitlement thing, right? We all get participation trophies. <laughs> the and it's a wrong belief that life. Yeah, can, can 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 we comment on that? Oh, yeah, this is part and parcel to.
1: I, I've mentioned this book before, but it was written in the 1700s. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this author did a study on like free societies, essentially mm-hmm. um, like Roman societies and the Mayans. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if maybe they, if the term was free societies, but they were like free markets, essentially. Okay. okay. Uh, free market societies that happened. And, just like there's a character arc in a movie, right? Like where Luke Skywalker's the reluctant hero at first that doesn't, you know, it's mm-hmm. just wound up because the, the droid doesn't work right or whatever mm-hmm. to having to shoot two freaking <laughs> torpedoes down a, a two-meter box to blow up the Death Star yeah. and save the, the universe, you know what I mean? Like that's the character arc of the reluctant hero or whatever. Well, much in that same fashion, societies go through this arc as well And to date, there has not been a society to surpass the arc or the full circle, which is sad. But they come out of these free market societies or free societies are born from great oppression. They're born from bondage, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're held down. You're not allowed to do anything. It's a serf lord relationship or slave master relationship or absolute horrific life mm-hmm. and then it becomes so bad that freedom is worth more than anything, right? Yeah. It's worth risking you and your life and your family's life mm-hmm. to go and do it. And so then, you know, you break out, you start you, you you do what you gotta do to fight to get your freedom. You get your freedom, you overthrow the government or whatever, or you escape like the Americans did, mm-hmm. you know, the oppression in England. And we we come over here, and then is it, this time of great prosperity, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know inherently how bad it is if you don't get to work every single day. Right. And then what initially happens is, as you continue to grow and you continue to prosper and you continue to be like unbelievably prosperous, then generation after generation starts to believe that this is what they're entitled to. Mm-hmm and that they're owed this right and that therefore they don't have to work for it and so what happens then is the is the society changes where once they people start to figure out that they can kind of vote themselves into what they said large, large the S. word he used was largess, yeah yeah they can vote themselves into stuff into free stuff mm-hmm. so they start looking for people to do that and as soon as they start looking for people to do that people start stepping up to the mic saying i got free stuff and that's what they try to. and it, it's this vicious cycle that inevitably comes back around from being entitled to being like almost apathetic Mm -hmm. and then it it inevitably goes back into bondage because they let it happen. Was that Detoxel
0: that talked about that? When they, 51% of people figure out they can vote themselves largesse from the might have been Alexis de Tocqueville. That was. That that, I
1: think that's the story from that. But this guy was just sort of talking about the character arc, if you will, mm. of the rise the, and fall the, of the vicious cycle, yeah. the rise and fall societies. Yeah. Like this is what happened with the Mayans. This is what happened with the with the Romans. This is what happened with these amazing huge empires that were long lasting. So far in America, we're the longest lasting one, but it's not looking good.
0: Yeah. You it's, know, uh, it's not looking need, good at all. You can go. Oh, we're
1: all, here's where we are. You know, yeah, we cycle. are moments away from the last step where, yeah. yeah, where we fall all the way down and we're back into the, we got to do everything the way somebody else wants us to do it because we thought that was a good idea. Right. Yeah. Cause it sounded good. It made our hearts feel good. You know, I get the reasons why people think that way, but this is it. Like, so entitlement is like that guy, the naysayer that you. <laughs> the email. Uh, yes.
0: Yeah. The that guy's excuse maker.
1: The excuse maker. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Oh, I, all this stuff should just happen for me, but it's not And like, you know, nobody comes for anybody. And that's, and everybody, man, don't let the TV tell you any different. Everybody's got a struggle. Everybody, mm-hmm. yeah. everybody got one.
0: Yeah. Everybody gets their own struggle. I mean, you think it, it's supposed to be easier to feel like I've been, I'm a victim of injustice yeah, because people are holding me down. Well, guess what? It's like all of us are swimming in the ocean. Don't be surprised you're wet. <laughs> it's it's like yeah, it's running. Running. and yeah. and they're inventing,
1: they're inventing new reasons to be victims like every other damn day yeah you know and so like if you listen to too much of that then you start to go down that thinking so it really is man it, it is determination and understanding that it's going to be an easy life it's not going to be an easy life it's not about not getting knocked off your horse and feeling that pain and feeling that displeasure and sometimes maybe it's embarrassment that you mm-hmm. have or. It's shame that you have because you made a mistake. or what? It do- Man, everybody goes through that. And I can guarantee you one thing in your life that you and your children, and your grandchildren and your grandchildren's grandchildren are all going to have that same issue of being knocked off their horse repeatedly. But how many times you get back nope. up on it is the difference. I, That's the determination. I
0: think I shared this uh, a couple of weeks ago now in the climb community. I, I ran across this great cliff from Rocky. would have been like Rocky – Six or just called Rocky, when he's talking to his son outside the uh, mm-hmm. the restaurant, and his son's just kind of blaming him. You know, I haven't had it easy because you're my dad. Whatever. And he's like, Yo, life's not about how hard you know about not getting hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. It's you know, it's it's just great yeah. it, that Stallone gives. It's not about you know getting it's, knocked down. It's about how hard you can it's you know it's how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. That's life. And yep, if you expect yeah that then you're, you're not disappointed. (laughs) It's like, it is what it is. All right. That's what I'm signed up for. I'm not surprised. I'm not, you know, that's just part of it. So another uh, number three, it says a wrong belief that success is a destination is uh, an enemy of perseverance. So basically it's complacency that we talked about. You're going to plateau, right? So you got to remember that it's not, it's not a destination. It's again, you got to enjoy the journey. You know, for there are a couple of ways to look at that. One is I'm not gonna get complacent now because oh I've kind of reached success and therefore I plateau and I trail off and I stop trying so hard and now you know Peter's out. But also like I'm not gonna delay gratification until I reach some mythical vision of where it's gonna be. No, I'm gonna enjoy the journey. I gotta enjoy the journey. I gotta enjoy lacing up pleats mm-hmm. and going to practice every day. I gotta enjoy the making progress. Uh, I think songwriting progress is songwriting success. And so you got to look at it that way. Let's see. Number four. And I know we're starting to go along here. It's, it's starting to look at the clock and make it to Johnny episode two. So number four is a, a, <laughs> a lack of resiliency. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, Jerry West, who I mean, I think Jerry West is the NBA logo. Like he's the logo mm-hmm. that's Jerry West. So that's him. Yeah, that's, that's his, his silhouette. That's
1: his uh, outline. Yeah. yeah that's his, his silhouette.
0: Silhouette. So Jerry West said, you can't get much done in life. If you only work on the days, you feel good. You can't get much done in life. If you only work on days, yeah. you feel good. That's getting up and doing it every day, you know? and, you got to do that. It's that perseverance, that resiliency, and you got to practice. Some people take cold showers in the morning. Why? Because that's the most uncomfortable thing I'll do all day, and everything else will be easy compared to that. And I'm already set my example as I'm a person do. that does uncomfortable things. So I can make that phone call. I can do whatever. I, I do it. They, I don't. I do that every day. I rinse ice cold. Whew. Helps helps you hit that. I, take it. Helps I you take that, it. Especially right before the episode, so you can always hit that note on climb. You can always hit that high note on climb right after the shower. no. Um, <laughs> dude, ladies, it's also good for the hair. Not for nothing. It's good for the hair. Oh, dude, I'm about to go duck my head in a ice bath. So True
1: state. So when you put <laughs> hot water on, right, like your hair, if you've ever seen it up close on hair, it's got like the bark or whatever, right? Oh. And it sort of fans out. It expands. Okay. Right. And so you have like this expanding sort of they're like sheets or I don't know how to explain them. Like, okay. you've seen up yeah. close, like microscopic yeah, like picture of a of a, of a, a human yeah. hair. So there's like, a, there's like a skin or a bark or something. It expands and opens up when it's hot. So that's where you clean it. Right. You get all the oil out and you get, you know, you wash your hair. But then when you rinse it, if you rinse it cold, it closes back up and ah. miracles happen afterwards. It like closes
0: your pores so they don't get all clogged with nastiness. Exactly right. Oh, set so mm-hmm. it on hot. That way it looks more full. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, last one. A lack of vision is an enemy of perseverance. So basically, everything that is created is actually created twice. First, it is created mentally. Then it is created physically. So where does that mental creation come from? The answer is vision. Uh, man, you got to keep in mind, why are you doing this? Why are you on this climb? What is that summit you want to reach? What are you climbing toward? I have my answer, yep. and that's what gets me up and going every day. Johnny has his answer for his climb, I'm sure. You've got a vision of where you're going for, and that vision, mm-hmm. I mean, for an athlete, it's like, I want that Super Bowl ring. I want that. You know, Tom Brady still has a vision. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has a vision.
1: There's another aspect to that, too. So that's the goal, right? you got to keep that mm-hmm. end goal in mind. This is what we're doing it for. This is what we're doing it for. But there's also the vision of playing out the game – in your head Mm -hmm. right each game beforehand realizing when you're looking at the playbook it's amazing how sophisticated nfl offenses and defenses are they're extremely sophisticated Mm -hmm. right and so if i'm if i'm up on the line there's five seconds left i'm about to snap the ball and i see this guy move and you're envisioning that in your head then you go it's like if you've seen the queen's gambit i haven't seen that yet uh, oh you gotta watch that bro Like it's absolutely fantastic, best eight miniseries ever, but she envisions chess mm-hmm. and the moves, and she's running through all the different scenarios in her head constantly, yeah. and that's what makes her the best chess player, you know. And there are multitude of stories of Olympic athletes, downhill skiers, who will envision the whole run multiple times every single muscle movement they're going through it with their eyes closed in mm-hmm. their head before they actually go down it and i do that all the time with my artists and the different things that we're looking at like i'm envisioning okay we're gonna do this then we are going to do this and this what's gonna happen this what's gonna happen and you just there's that vision of it, there's a long-term vision but even like a short-term vision on or a step-by-step vision on the tactic mm-hmm. so that your muscle memory gets right and you think about it more so it becomes more It becomes more muscle memory and less like, oh, crap, we forgot step three.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's visualization. And that is in service of your ultimate vision. So, I mean, for this, of course, perseverance. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's visualization. Yeah. Which are both are positive things. But you got to have that big, like, why? Your big why? Why am I doing? Is it because I... Like a
1: vision board, like a vision board. Yeah, it's like,
0: why am I doing this? Well, my vision is I'm going to be worldwide famous because then I can help, I'm helping people with my platform and because I sing about this stuff and this is what people need to hear about love and acceptance or whatever your thing is. Or I'm going to bring people to Jesus. It's a ministry. And so this is my big vision of seeing people saved or whatever that is. That's going to keep you going. Or just like, I'm going to stay out of a cubicle. This is going to keep you going when life knocks you down. It's like, crap, I didn't get that cut today. But you know what? I'm not going back to that cubicle, <laughs> you know. I'm, all right, write another right. song, pitch another song. That's right. right. I'm not going back to that cubicle, so I'm not going back to the yeah. khaki ant. <laughs> so I mean, those are some things. So it takes. Yeah, yeah. Years I mean, when we, were,
1: when we were touring. Uh, uh, after a bad show, like after, because I have a bad show every once in yeah. a while, after I do a bad show, I just wasn't hitting the notes I wanted to hit. I was struggling that night or whatever. You you go home and you're just upset with your performance, mm-hmm. you know, and you kind of go over the postmortem in your head. But then the last thing that I always remember before closing my eyes was like, all I got to do tomorrow is get my S together yeah. by 9 p.m. and do a better job. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm getting paid to do this, so we're okay. We're not, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: love it so all right those are things you need in addition to your talent it takes more than just talent because once again this is not a talent show you need belief you need initiative you need focus you need perseverance and you need a bunch of other stuff if you want to know what some of those other things are you can check out john maxwell's book beyond talent amazon anywhere you can get it i'm sure but uh yeah thanks for listening in this went long so this and last episode you've been getting your money's worth lately but I'm going to give you a gift for, <laughs> for hanging in there. Uh, I have a free ebook. It's called Think Like a Pro Songwriter. It's basically some of the lessons I've learned from my years in the music business. It's an easy PDF download. You just tell me where to send it. We send it right out to you. It is at songwritingpro.com/gift. That is songwritingpro.com/gift, and the book is Think Like a Pro Songwriter. Because as a man thinks, so is he. Right. So you got to start thinking like a pro if you want to become a pro. So that's it. That's what I got. Thank you. There you go.
1: All right, guys, that brings us to the end of another Killer Climb episode. Make sure you join the climb community, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review, tell a friend about it. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing.
0: And we'll see you at the top.